Build that drama. Maximum blockage. Build on that drama. Maximum blockage. G'day everyone and welcome back to another exciting episode of Maximum Blockage where we build that drama. This week we're focusing on the yard and as always I'm joined by the Scott Minto to my Jonathan Thurston. Bredo, what's going on? Yeah, not much mate, how are you? Yeah, good. We missed an episode yesterday because we had to work super late. Yeah, it was like 5 o'clock trying to finish a roof. Yep, and then I had to go do some wedding planning stuff so yeah. we couldn't record one. So we got an extra special double episode tonight or today, however you want to call it. It was probably best we didn't record one yesterday. I wasn't a happy camper. I was a grumpy, grumpy boy. Yep. So I, grumpy. I noticed so much change in your usual way of working. <laughs> anyway, so we start off this week and they're giving out the uh, old budgeroonies for a change for some wow, reason. Wow, we got to see some money. Blah, blah, budget, blah, blah, blah. Oh, all right, Deb. But anyway, so Sarah and George have $37,554. Dan and Jade have $25,500. Jim Tam have $60,860. Harry and Tash, so this is including the 25k budget this week. Harry and Tash have 23611 and Luke and Jazz have 28364 Ooh, wow. So some of them, well, three of them have very little money and some of them have a little bit well, more. Well, Luke and Jazz don't seem to have that little amount. Like, they're complaining all the time how broke they are. Yeah. They're, they're not that bad off. Well, they do it. They're the third best. Yeah, or, or the third well, worst. They didn't you want to come into it. this week behind on money like um, Tash and Harry, Harry did. Yeah. So and Dan and Jade only just scraped through with five hundred dollary dues in their pocket. Yeah. Um. So anyway, speaking of Dan and Jade, I think they did the smart thing and they pulled the lever. Absolutely good idea. Yep. I mean, what? How many? How many things are there left? How many rooms? What, uh, what, the studio and studio. then the backyard. Oh, so everyone else is saving it up for the studio. Well, I think it's only Jim Tamu have it left. Have Luke and Jazz? Yeah, they pulled it on. All right. Bathroom, so Harry and Tash and did they it didn't win. Super early. Yep. And then. Well, depends on if you're talking about during the week. They did it super late during oh, the week. No, yeah, super early in the show. Super late in the week. Yep. And then when did George and Sarah do it? Um, the week that they needed heaps of plasterers. The week that they needed. Didn't someone pulled it hallway week? Didn't they? That wasn't hallway week. Yeah. So wasn't it Sarah and George last oh, week? Oh, was that Sarah and George? Okay. So only Jim Tams left. Yeah, I believe. Okay. So. Magic. Yep. So I uh, thought for some reason I thought there was two people left hadn't pulled it, but that's just my memory. Yeah, there was Dan and Jade and Jim. And they Tam. pulled it this week. Yep. Dan and Jade. All right. Sweet. So then we go to Harry, and they've got quite a big room, or floor, ground outside. You know. We have got the biggest garden I think across all the houses. It's massive. Well, looking at house one, I think they're about a day behind everyone else. Now this week was huge. And to waste yesterday, which they did, was just a big mistake. And I, I can't see them finishing. So when are you going to start doing the doing the facades? We're getting ready to the facades now. We're getting all the trimming, and Dean is running the team to do the facades. So you'll start seeing it going up. How yeah, long do you think it's going to take to do the facade? There's literally a week's work there for about four to six guys. You've got chippies digging. Yeah, yeah, I know. You can't. That's their apprentices. So yeah, but they should be helping with all the cladding. There's another two doing that around the corner now. Normally you'd have landscapers work on the landscape and then carpenters work on the house. Everyone's got five or six landscapers at the moment. Mm -hmm. Harry has a team of landscapers. His name is Ivan. Ivan wasn't here yesterday, but better late than never. 
Look, Keith is always coming over and always stirring me up and saying, you need more manpower, you need more manpower. Uh, I say, well, OK. Go away, leave us alone and let us get the job done. Not even the materials are ordered. They had a day off yesterday. Surely you would have got all your list done of all the materials you need for here today by midday. That didn't happen, so now they're going to be further behind. Well, I don't think Keith had just left them alone. They wouldn't be so far behind. Yep. Also, when he's all like, if if it was me and he's like, I need more manpower, I need more manpower, I'd be like, I'm not that way inclined, Keith, like you. <laughs> Got him, stay down. Yeah, good one. So, also, this week they require, via the council, to have a mature tree somewhere between four and nine metres yep. and a rain garden. That is, I understand the rain garden. That's fine for the stormwater runoff that so it doesn't go straight in the gutter. But uh, having to get a mature tree on site? Yeah. What, what is the point of that? That's crazy. Well, I guess to make it look established potentially. I don't, I don't understand it. It seems dumb to me. It literally takes one year for like a tree, like a, you know, like a metre high tree to grow to two, three metres high. Like my mulberry bush shot up in one year yeah that's but that's fine. not a tree it's a bush so mulberry tree <laughs> anyway so. yeah i don't wow Jeez. it's i don't know it seems weird transplanting a, a mature tree like it, you can't even make an environmental like uh argument for it because yeah. this tree was already somewhere else yeah and so you're moving it yep you're using the petrol yep. and the emissions and that and then the possibility of it dying yep Okay. I don't know. It makes no sense. Make no sense. If we have anyone who works for the council, can you write in and let us know why, why? this is a thing? Yeah. Or a town planner, I why guess, maybe? Why transport mature trees? I, other than aesthetics, like, it's just a look. Like, why would the council make you do it, though? Yeah, I know, but they can sometimes make you paint your house a certain colour, like a... a oh, can they? Yeah, like, if it's a heritage colour, they call it. Oh, okay. So they can make you do that as well, so... Yeah, it shows what I know. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, so then we go to Luke and Jazz. Keith came and gave us all the specs for the front yards because we actually have brick pillars going up at the front to make that traditional bungalow house. House four has three brick pillars supporting their veranda roof. And these require solid footings for structural integrity. What's happening with the pillars? Pillars is on you. It's on me. I'll give you some details of all the pads. Pads are there? Pads aren't there. Oh, what? And they require some pretty serious concrete footings. We couldn't access the front yards. There was just too much rubbish in the way. So every time we come to do it, we couldn't get in. Lies. So unfortunately, the pads are going to be on you now. All pads and footings are going to be on you. Classic stitch up. Well, everyone's in the same boat. Yeah, I got Why? Does oh, everyone have to do their... What do you mean? Everyone's, everyone's going to do their own pads and footings. Well, you'll see that there's been no work on any of these verandas. Their whole veranda got built by nine and six. But that doesn't require veranda posts. It just seems like there's one set of rules for over there and one set of rules for everyone else. Well, what does she mean by nine and six? I didn't get that. Ah, uh, that's the building company that's oh, like the overarching. Okay. They're I'm like, like the, what? Yeah. No, okay. That's what they're called, nine and six. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? And whatever. Oh, anyway, so you so pay so much attention to the I show. Do, I really do. <laughs> um, what a stitch up by Keithy though. Oh, no, we couldn't get in. They had the whole COVID break. Yeah. When, like what? Oh, it was too messy. And it's like, couldn't you just shift a shift little some bit? things? Apparently or not. Like the site should be clean over the COVID break. And if it's not, that's actually on you as the foreman. Yep. To get it cleaned up. If they had to all leave because of COVID, then you're in charge of the site. You can't just sit there going, oh, it's really messy now that the contestants are gone. 
Well, who's that on then, Keith? Knowing this TV show, they probably like brought dump trucks full of rubbish. They're yeah, like, don't probably. worry about going to the tip. Just no. dump it straight dump in the front right yard. Here. Um, just a quick little side note: Jim Tam give them the two k back at the winners and grinners dinner. Yeah, because they're such good friends. But I guess they're not knowing that they're being stabbed in the back at every interview <laughs> that Jazz is doing. Well, yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, she's just a little bitter. So, does your calculation? Are you talking Kiwi again? She's a little bitter. A bitter? No, bitter. Oh, you're saying bitter, not yeah, better. Yeah, bitter. Bitter. Yeah, <laughs> like grumpy, angry, uh, perturbed. Yep. Great. Um, yeah, does your calculations have that two grand in it? Uh, this was at the start of the show. When, so, so, probably who knows. not? I was, was going to have to work backwards at some yeah, point to knows? see what the go is, but... Eh. Yeah, who's to know whether or not they're adding the Who's money got time for that? Show. You exactly. know, I've got block to waste my life. I can't <laughs> waste it on doing some calculations. Yeah, anyway, it did seem like a bit of a stitch up from old Keithy there. Yeah. Like, oh, no, no, no one else has got it done. Well, what about them? Oh, yeah, they have. And you're like, what? Well, oh, yeah, no, we couldn't get in and do it. When? Why not? Like, Well, the whole thing is that because they had to do brick posts. It's ludicrous. like, well, you could build everything else except for the brick well post. at least have the footings like because yeah. they have to put the footings in certain spot that keith has the plans for and they have to build them a certain way that keith has the plans for and the fact that keith hasn't given the plans yet yeah like what's that oh i'll go get you those plans that you need to do this work oh thanks well, normally you see your plan before you have to start working no we call it great foreman shit yeah. anyway so then we go to georgie boy who are you expecting them? As anyone? Well, I'm not sure. I think Dave's done all the Dave's done, done all the footings and stuff. Well, these footings, they're a structural element of the build. The registered engineer, which is Dougie, he's got to come out and inspect it as well as us. That's got to take place before they can go ahead and pour. We've got a major problem. What's that, mate? Yeah. Hasn't been inspected by anyone. I was here with Dougie yesterday, okay, and we went through all the all the foundations. I've got the photos of everything, and we've taken photos of the foundations. And the only thing, we just like to see the mesh. Yeah. The mesh is the spine for the concrete. Let's just start digging in there. I want to see the mesh. Yeah, we can't see the mesh. It's got to come the mesh. Just, just seriously, I'm not mucking around. Let's just dig that in there. Let's find the mesh. There is AK, we're going to see it. There's the mesh there. It's got to come out. You're supposed to have 50 mil cover at the bottom, 50 mil cover at the top for the mesh. Right now, that's right that's in the middle right of in the this middle of the footing. So it's not to the detail we want. Typical landscapers, they never get inspections. As carpenters and builders, we have a lot of inspections we've got to adhere to. And we get details done by engineers that has to be built that way. It's as simple as that. Hey boys, this is gonna to have to come out. That's the rules of the industry. And right now, the landscapers aren't adhering to those rules, so they've got to rip up the concrete. Get the oh, okay, that was weird. That clip should have finished when it said that's going to come out. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, don't a know why it kept going. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of Daniel's son putting over chippies as much as he is. Oh, you, we've got hoops of inspections. Yeah. It's like, no, we don't really. You get Whoa. like one building inspection on your frame to make sure it's all tied down. Yeah. No. That's really it. Like plumbers and sparkies have heaps more than heaps us. Heaps more, yeah. But at the same time, where were they in the morning? So that's George getting a jump on it. Yeah, well, he uh, started at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock, you can't. So Scotty makes a big deal of saying, oh, we've talked to the council now. You can go from uh, 7, 7 o'clock. 7 till 6. 7 till 6. And so then they're like beauty. So they get a, 
uh, concrete truck there early at seven, Keith and Dan are like, oh, we haven't been on site yet to look at this trench. And you're like, well, that's on you guys. Start forming it. Yeah, like nah. the seven till six is the bloody power tools, not the U Muppets doing any work. And then they. There's a few lazy people among us. Jeff. Yeah, got him. Yeah. Well, come on. And if Dougie was there on the public holiday on the Monday to have a look. Yeah. Where like, were they? That's the other thing. Like, if he took photos, I yeah. don't understand why it's being dug up. No. But I guess, Keith, you have a right of reply. What do you reckon? Shut up, dickhead. Oh, no, he got me. Got to stay down. Damn. Keithy um, again, he's so good. Yeah, so anyway, while they're digging the pipe out, they find out that it's not lagged. Oh, sorry, when they're digging the footings out, they yeah. find a pipe that's not lagged. Yeah. And then it ends up having a hole in it. Yeah. From the digging of it out. Yeah. Um, which is an issue. But anyway. It is just a stormwater pipe. They're having a little cheeky dig at George for not being on the shovel. And I was like, a sparky on the shovel, you'd be more likely to see a <laughs> Yeti before that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, they they have a bit of a crack at George this week, which yeah, yeah. you get upset by. I know you cried and yelled at the TV last uh, night, like no, Sarah. No, I didn't. I uh, I actually was uh, in agreement. Daniel, Daniel, Dan, the foreman, has a talk to Daniel about how because it's getting into winter, so it's a good thing they save facades till now. Yep, they couldn't have moved it forward because they could be working inside now, so the cold weather wouldn't affect them so much. Well, how are they to know about COVID? This should have been done six weeks ago. Yeah, but when they come back from the break, they should have gone, let's do facade straight away because it's going to get cold. Anyway, we'll talk about that That when we get to that episode. Oh, okay, sorry. Also, now I've got a question for you. Well, you're the one that brought up this. That they're having a go at George. George. Yep, got him. Uh, Anyway, I've got a question for you. When was the 5K high pages voucher given out? Because Jimmy's all like... Yep, luckily we got this 5K high pages voucher so I can hire a buttload of chippies. Yeah, well, I thought that must have just been one of the Blockbucks vouchers, but... I don't know. The way he said it, it was like, we all should have known. And I'm yeah. like, I watched the episode pretty thoroughly and I did not know about this. So oh, I asked my friend who barely keeps his eyes open during it. Don't watch the episodes it. very <laughs> thoroughly and I also don't know. It must. I think it must be a Blockbucks thing. You know, they got their folders of Blockbucks. Yeah. So that I'm guessing... Be. Anyway, so then we go to Daniel, who has uh, one of his classic blow-ups. Massive so blow-up. Corey, Sarah, and George's chippy takes an LVL from Daniel's pile, yep. even though he seemingly had his own on site. And then Daniel carries on like a pork chop when Corey's just like, I'll just get you another one, mate. It's fine. Sorry yeah. about that. I'll just get you another one. Yeah. No, you can't. You stole from me, you dog. Rah, yeah. rah, rah, carried on. And then they did a really terrible skit. Yes. A farmer wants a fight. Farmer wants a fight. It's not even so from bad. their bloody channel. No. That's on a different channel, you dogs. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, so do you think that he has some sort of He definitely issue? does have some uh, anger management or social interaction issue, yeah. Well, I suppose when you're on the farm, you can just yell at the cows all day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I was just like, dude. Yeah, when you don't have to deal with other people all day. I guess because I'm more of a Corey and you're more of a Daniel, so I see how <laughs> <laughs> how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm off the farm, bro. Yeah, the cane farm. Cane farm. Anyway, so apparently everyone is out of my to 10 vouchers, Scotty reckons. So yep. this week it's all coming out of the budget. They've blown their my to 10 budget. Yep. Uh, so you've alluded to the hours being changed. Yeah. Um, yep. So which apparently has happened, but... 
no one told Keithy? Yeah. The other thing is, like, I understand outside in open air, COVID rules are a bit more relaxed. Yeah. But when they're like, oh, this is like, you need five or six chippies and you need ten landscapers. Yeah. I don't know that this, like, you're working alongside each other, you know? It's not like you're 1.5 metres apart whilst you're working. Well, yeah, if they really cared that much about the COVID rules, they would do the facade and the landscaping in separate weeks and then you wouldn't have your team of chippies who work together usually, so them being together is not that big of a deal. And then your landscapers, who is a different, you know, business, different group of guys mixing so much well i'm glad that you bring that up because harry has his carpenters working as landscapers landscapers. now uh i don't know i i'm a chippy we dig holes we just do what we're told we want to do everything anyway so it sort of makes sense well that's weird because foreman dan's like oh you shouldn't have your chippies digging holes after he's like oh no chippies are the best at following the rules for digging things and whatnot you're like okay dan so they get in trouble for no crushed dust on yep. their step because of reasons. Because of reasons. Apparently, it's best practice. But yeah, a thin layer of compacted crushed dust on top of dirt apparently stops some. It's sinking, but there's still dirt yeah, under it's it. It's a it's tiny like, layer of crusher dust. It wouldn't even be 50 mil thick. No. So I was it's just like, not doing I anything. Don't see the is point. It just, really. No, because then you put plastic on top. Of it. I was going to say, is it to stop moisture? But then you put the plastic on yeah. top, so it doesn't matter if the bottom of the plastic is soaked. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. I, yeah, I don't know what the du- the crushed dust is supposed to do either. They start laying their concrete at like five o'clock at night. Yeah. The sun's already down, so it must be pretty late. But yep. I just thought it, those chippies have a much better work ethic than us because <laughs> they were on the barrow running the concrete in after digging holes all day. I'd just yeah. be like, mate. Nah. Go and F yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not on the block. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, dude, I've got so much work to do. Why would I want to do someone else's job? And why don't you hire someone else to do it? Absolutely. They're not that broke. Like 25, like what is it? 24,900. No, no. Weren't they 500 bucks below budget this week? Yeah, didn't they get twenty five grand? Or they yeah, got so 20, they got twenty four and so a half. So they're twenty four and a half. Yeah, yeah, twenty four and a half thousand dollars still isn't like tiny amount. Just don't do your styling malarkey. Yeah, pay your trades to build it properly. No, that's what people are going to no. care about when they buy no. it. No, they care about the gnome that's in the garden. Yeah, and okay, all that. Yeah. Um. So then we go on to the next episode. You didn't have. We yeah, we're getting, we're moving on. Let's move it on. Sarah and George. Corey, their builder, is working off of a ladder that's leaning against a wall, which is an illegal work practice, which should have seen him sent to the reinduction room and the team should have been penalised. But did foreman Dan or Keith see it? Absolutely not, because there is... There's a few lazy people among us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. If we did that in the real world... We'd get in trouble. Yeah, we never work off ladders. Like that, yes. Well, maybe he wasn't 1.2 metres off the ground, so it's n- he's not working at heights. But it's still <laughs> a ladder leaning. you got to maintain your three points of contact, Bretto. You know that as I well know. as I do. Yeah. So then we go to Jimmy and Tam, and unfortunately he has Luke's weatherboards on top of his. Now, oh, I don't no. understand why they just didn't flip the stack and then... They could have just carried on instead of wasting five minutes of my life where they argue with each other. No, but this actually tried to add drama to the show. Yep. Yep. 
Sure. Well, yeah, that seems to be on that guy who's out the front who um, controls the, dude, the traffic. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he really sucks. He's always putting people's stuff on top of other... Like, he's never like, all right, who's in front? Whose stuff's going to get used first? Let's unload that second. No, he's just like, I'll put it all here. I don't care. He's like the epitome... Like that's his whole job. Yeah, I know. But he's like the epitome of middle management where he's like, oh, I've got this slight little bit of power. Yeah, this is so my I'm area. Yeah. Don't even point out that I'm doing it wrong. Otherwise, I'll blow up Deluxe. Yeah. But I'm going to do it terribly anyway. Because um, so I don't actually care. But if you criticize me, oh, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. So anyway, while we're on Jim Tam, uh, she goes to the... Uh, might attend to buy a letterbox and she's like this is fancy and expensive now i viewers, agree it's the fanciest most expensive not, letterbox i've ever seen I've anyone got, that has a similar letterbox must be a hoity-toity type yeah i've got a similar letterbox and oh! let me tell you it's hoity-toity town uh, over the here hoitiest of the toitiest first you got your walk-in robe and now you got this god damn yeah no it's not expensive and it's not fancy at all like what you it's just a, some tin bent you up. You're saying a God tin damn. letterbox from Mitertan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then we go to Harry and Tash, and I've got Keith sucks, just leave him alone. Yeah. But he's having a crack at him about a 100 mil gap between the bricks. Yeah, now, yeah. Keith wants the concrete instead of mortar, and then he goes one step further to say that they need to get actual bricklayers in Yep. To lay landscaping bricks. So these bricks aren't being stacked on top of each other or anything. No, no, no. They're just, they're just being used, used as a border. As pavers, like, uh, yeah, around the border of a slab. And he's like, you need 25 MBA concrete because people are going to walk on this. And Harry's just all like, okay, thanks. Just leave me alone, mate. Go away. He sucks so bad. He spends so much time up there. Oh, just constantly on Harry's Do case. Do you think eh? he's angling to get a date with Tash or something? Oh, I don't know. He's going about it the wrong way, that's for sure. Oh, I thought that you just annoy your in-law until no, no, they no. Be you with wait you. until they're in-law, then you annoy them. Yeah, fair you enough. You don't do it first. <laughs> um, so then, I'm going to be a real Shana. Oh. I'm nitpicking. Ooh. But Tash says she has way less than twenty-five k. How is five hundred dollars way less than twenty-five k? Well, it's not more than twenty-five k, so I guess she's not lying. I'm <laughs> Yes, you are. Ah, oh, goddamn. Got her. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I couldn't see any reason why they couldn't just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've said it already. Just pay your trades. Don't worry about your other stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Just get finished. Um, so then we go to Dan, and he's whinging about everyone, yep. saying that they're not going to finish. But yeah, especially Dan's in a grumpy, grumpy mood, old foreman Dan. Especially George. Now yep. he says. You won't believe this. He says that George is lazy. Lazy. Now, I thought that he was standing around quite a lot mm-hmm. because Sparky's don't know hard work. It. There's a lot of footage of him standing around, but... But Sarah has a big sook and cries about how someone called her husband lazy. Yeah, she got really upset about it. But I don't know, because Dan uh, was talking to George and George was like, oh, we're going to try and paint the facade tonight, but it's going to be too cold, so the paint won't dry. And... Foreman Dan says, oh, some a different contestant has figured out a way to paint at night. Maybe talk to the other contestants and see what they've come up with. Because he was talking to Daniel earlier. Yep. And Daniel has hired a couple of big... Uh, heaters. Heaters. Yep. Big heater fans from Kennards. Yep. Good plug. And he's going to put them on the... Just put them on the facade and paint. And so... But 
Foreman Dan's like, look, I can't actually tell you what the guys come up with because it's against the rules. All I can tell you is that someone has a plan. Go talk to other people. And George just stands there. And that's what gets Foreman Dan's goat. Did you just say George Costanza? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) George Costanza there. Thank you. Yeah. I'm here all week. But, yeah, that's why he gets frustrated. He's like, I've given you a hot tip. All you have to do is go and talk to people. You don't need to pick up a shovel. You don't need to do anything except have a chat, and he just doesn't. And that, Very I think that's why that's why he gets a bit, bit feisty. Well, um, yeah, I give you hot tips all the time, and then you don't put them on, and then you don't win all the money that I win. So that makes me angry too. Yeah, because I'm not on a gambling app. Yeah, you suck. Yeah. Anyway, so then we go to Lukey, who may have broken his hand. Now I'm asking, where's the incident report? Where's the camera angles Ooh, of yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Something should, should be, be an happening. Incident report for sure. Now, he goes to the hospital. You're going to shut down site for a week. I think so. Investigation, yep. baby. Get it. He goes to the hospital, and it turns out it was just a grade 10 carry-on. Yep. He just wanted to get away from jazz for a bit, I imagine. Absolutely. They put one of those cross band-aids on it, like you see in the cartoons, because yep. he just had a slight boo-boo. Yeah, little boo-boo. Yep. But we hear about it for the whole rest of the episode. Yeah, because he won't let it go. But no. now, Bretto, it is your favourite time of the week. It's challenge time and Shelly looks fine. The contestants come and waste their time. Oh, it's challenge time. It's going to bore you out of your mind. Yeah, challenge time. Now, I'm going to be completely honest here. I kind of zoned out for this part because this challenge sucked and it it was was so boring. The best. They furnish an apartment. Yay. Now. They get to win the most that you can win on the block this season of 20 grand. Each? No, divided by three. That doesn't seem like the most. No, it's not. Very good (laughs) math, Beto. Okay. So anyway, you get 5K plus free loan furniture. Like you can use display furniture from certain shops. Yeah. So sure. Yeah. And you just have to get the room ready for sale. Yeah. Now, team one or team captain is Harry and team two is Luke and Jazz. Uh, no. no, 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 Jim, Jim Tam. Sorry, Jimmy. So, Luke, uh, goddamn, Harry picks yeah, wow. Sarah and George. Yep. Jim Tam pick Luke and Jazz. Well, just Jazz because Luke's Not injured. There. He's getting his hand operated on. Yep. And then I felt a little bit bad for old Daniel and Jade. Well, yeah, well. But I could sort of see why they Daniel's didn't get picked. Daniel's a little picked. tough to work with, so... You know. Yeah, I agree. That's I w- why I never get picked in groups. I work with a little Daniel too, and he is hard <laughs> to work with. So anyway, Harry is has... Is that what you call it? Yeah, Harry. <laughs> that's Jess working with the little Daniel. Yeah, no. Um, so Harry has the choice between a mystery box Ooh. or Daniel and Jade. Yep. And he's like, potentially there could be nothing in this box, but it'd be more helpful than Daniel and Jade. Yes. So he picks the mystery I box. I feel like they make the wrong decision. Oh, 100%. You just go with Daniel and Jade. So, At least you know what you're going to get. Yeah. So they get Dan and Danny. Uh, uh. Who? I thought we'd see more of. Nope. They just sucked. Yeah. I feel like. Danny you know, was like, I'll pop out of the box and then I'll show up at the end of the day. Yeah, because she was not there. No. I thought for sure she'd be buying style and stuff with the girls. And then you've got old Daniel, or Dan. Dan. Who, Foreman who, Dan. Who loves the camera more than loves Luke it. and Keith put together. Yeah. And he's not even trying to, you know, weasel he's his way in. not even mugging for the camera. And then um, they're supposed to learn. So in the challenge, you've got to furnish it, but then also try and sell it to the 
special judges who we bias. don't know who's going to be. So they get a bunch of fancy pants people to come and walk through the place, a bunch of bloody real estate agents and rich people to come and walk Same through. Same bloody thing, am I right? Yeah, got them. Well, yeah. To come and walk through before <laughs> it gets put on sale so they can decide to buy it if it's a good price and then flog it off because that's what real estate agents do. And, and rich people, it. yep. Trickle it's ridiculous. Down. Yeah. No, we've got to give these people a chance to buy it before we give the general public. That's all above board. Hey, these that's people works, only right? have six houses. They need an extra one yeah, for yeah. negative gearing. No. So we need to get them into this house. Let, let the general public have a go at buying a house at a good price. We've got to get in and snake them. Otherwise, how is it fair? You're like, okay, great. So a bunch of people come and walk through, but they don't know which ones are the judges. Only two of them are judges. The rest are just randos that they put in to fill up the room. Well, they're not randoms. We do know some well, okay. of them. They're uh, buyer's advocates. Real estate agents, buyer's advocates, and a tennis player. Yes. <laughs> Although, isn't he a and cricket uh, commentator now? Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. So good on you, Todd Woodbridge. Yeah, good work, mate. And uh, Who wife, was his? And the wife of a footy player. Yeah. Yeah. Who who was uh Todd Woodbridge's partner back in the day? Uh they were the Woodies. Uh Woodrow Pascal? Yeah, something. I can't remember. <laughs> they should have got him because he's know. clearly the more famous of the two. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so they walk through. Yeah. Dan's like doing a terrible job at selling it. Luke and um Jimmy yeah, do a Dan great job. So, a great double act. So yeah, you gotta like know all the, the history and the design features of the house. And like the size of the house yeah, and like and a few uh, little features of the house yeah, which you think wouldn't be too Dan hard. Dan just can't do it. He says it's eight hundred square meters. When yeah. it's hundred and eighty square meters. Yeah, so that's bigger than my house block. It's yeah, pretty that's, sweet. That's pretty big unit. Yep, so it was Beck, Judd, and Greville. No, not Greville. I don't know what her name is. She, no. They were the judges. Just one of the buyer's advocates. They really sh- put Shana to shame. Oh, Shana, your opinions are contradictory. <laughs> Although maybe that's just a prerequisite to get yeah, on the show. You to just got to have judged, terrible opinions. Like, what do you think about things? Uh, <laughs> nothing in particular. But okay. then I'm going to be the opposite next time. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, you wouldn't believe it. Team Jimmy wins again. Yay, Team Jimmy. And then they had to split they the 20K. Money. Yep. Six, 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 yep, drive the away. most money ever. Yep, so much money. It's so great. So much money. Uh, yeah, any other thoughts on the episode? Nah, that was the most boring-ass challenge. Come on, guys. Yeah, build something where it's Do a bit fun. Do something. Come um, on. So, yeah, I. there's still another episode tonight, which, god damn... They are yeah. squeezing blood out of a rock here. Oh, absolutely. There is nothing, nothing going on. Ha- if Keith wasn't riding Harry, nothing would be happening. Yeah, We just 100%. see Keith stand around annoying Harry, and that's it. I like that last year, Keith was like, all right, I'll get in and I'll help you out. I'll cut some boards. This year, he's just like, no, I'm just going to slow Harry down as much as possible. Yeah. I don't know what he's got against the Greeks, but it's definitely some oh, sort yeah. of racism. I think it's some kind of old blood feud from back in the day. Yep. Uh, so I like I guess I'll do the walk arounds and we'll do some predictions tomorrow. But sure, honestly, I'm just like, why? Why do you drag this crap out? The amount of like recaps that they do, I so honestly think recap. that they must think that so every viewer that has dementia. Like the Luke makes a joke about Jim Tam's boards going, oh, they don't need them in a hurry. I've got to slow them down somehow. <laughs> and then two minutes later, he's there unloading his stuff to get it out of the way. Yeah. It's clearly just a joke. 
And it's like, oh no, he's he, oh, no. They got to leave it on an ad break, and then you're like, oh my god, will it? Yeah, oh, are they going to bust? Oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah, something does go wrong tonight, apparently. And I saw another clip for it for what goes wrong, and I still can't remember what's supposed to go wrong. Good old Bretto, <laughs> he's doing his research, killing it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, so that's what's supposed to go wrong. Oh, I can't remember. Sweet. Oh well. All right. Anyway, we'll find out tonight. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want to get in touch, hit us up at Maximum Blockage on Outlook.com or on Facebook at Maximum Blockage, or get Bredo on the Twits. Twitter, Maximum Blockage, Building Drama. Also, like we said, any council people out there or town planners, email in. What's the point of mature Why trees? Mature trees. We'd love to know. Yep. We love to learn and grow and. Yep. Yep. Sweet. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Thanks, bye. bye.